Blog Talk Radio. Politics, Mix, and Mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Stephen, the Libertarian, Keith, the Constitutional Conservative, and my cousin Todd. Tonight, gun control. Do guns kill people or people kill people using guns? The Supreme Court allows the Sandy Hook family's case against Remington Arms to move forward. NFL, we've got a lot going on. Should charges be filed against Cleveland Browns' Garrett, Miles Garrett? Also, uh, the Santa Clarita shooting. Will active shooter training at schools cause trauma to the kids? College football, Alabama's Ua Agalovia, hip injury diagnosed as season ending. Two or three gubernatorial elections in conservative southern states go to Democrats, raising questions about how the president will make out in 2020. Colin Kaepernick does not attend the NFL workout session. He holds his own. Do you want him to return to the NFL? Do the owners of the NFL teams want him to return? That's the question. What caused Roger Stone to be found guilty? Hearing House um, testimonies are going on right now. I've been watching it all day, and they're still going on. Can you believe it? I can't. I can't believe it. Um, And more, uh, also the Supreme Court uh, makes it so that President Trump does not have to release his tax returns. And more. First up, oh, I didn't mention NASCAR with Stephen. That's always number one. That always starts number one, Stephen. Let's play this, and I'll let you make the the great um, announcement. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let you do it. And then we're going to go into your Redskins, okay? Yeah, thanks. Okay. Well, set back. And he had to win to make it into the playoff system. He was able to win, get enough points, even though he didn't run all the races. And then he won that championship. Well, now he's in a position, as he says, to justify the first and win the second. Two laps to go in Miami. The only people that can question his championship caliber and the driving ability are people that just don't want him to do well. I mean, this guy, he is a winner, plain and simple. You saw a statistic there just a moment ago, 55 wins right now. That's a tie for ninth all-time wins with Rusty Wallace. All-time. This young man at just 34 years old is already in the top 10 all-time wins list for NASCAR. One lap to go, presented by Credit One Bank. One more time around. Kyle Busch, you see him 
even as wide as the camera shot got there. Nobody around him. What a performance he has put on this evening. 119 laps have been led. Kyle Busch, he's the winningest driver of the decade, and now he is joining elite company. Kyle Busch is going to win his second Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series championship. Awesome views. Thank you, boys. Old two-timer out there. Proud of you, buddy. Way to stick with it. Great job, guys. Okay, Steven. I'll stop it there. Keep going, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, Kyle Busch is the best driver we have going right now. And I've been calling for him to win this thing. He's a Joe, Joe Gibbs guy. Uh, he would have had uh-huh. better competition. Uh, another Joe Gibbs guy was Truex. He finished second. Then he finished a little further back uh-huh. than the other one. But they had problems in the pits, the other two guys. On Truex's car, they put the, the right wheels on the left side and the, and the left wheels on the right side. So they had to come what? back. So that put him back. Yeah, they they screwed That's up. That's crazy. I'm, I've never even... I've never even heard of this. How, yeah, how do they? Yeah, how can they even do that? You know, what I mean, that's like I don't know. You know, that, that how can they even do that? That's all they do all day, every day. That's probably their job. How they put that's the wrong their, wheels on the wrong side? I don't probably, know, but it, it, everything's balanced and it messes it messes the car up. So that messed him up, but he's still in a second. Mess, and then, look, it messes it messes our cars up when you put the wrong tires in the wrong places. Can you imagine on those cars that are going all those miles per hour? Yeah, yeah. right. Probably smoking oh, yeah. before the game, it's... that's all. Or drinking, smoking <laughs> some joints and drinking before the game, probably. Before what, what the uh, event. What is he saying? Oh, I'm just joking. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I mean, you've some never you've never chimed in on, on on racing. You've never chimed in on my car, racing ever. thing. That means you have your your so, your like, thing. What the hell is he talking about? Well, I don't know. I, so, I missed it completely. I was like, what is he talking about? Oh, that's why they put the wrong wheels on the wrong side. I was like, wait a minute. What is he talking about for here for a minute? I was so shocked to hear him talk. Now you're a fan. Now you're a race fan. No, I, no. I only pulled, because I pulled, Steven is. I pulled one in. Yeah. And then uh, Denny, his, his pit crew, taped a grill, um, you know, the, the front of his grill that's open. They taped it way too much. They're in Florida. It's hot in Florida, and the car overheats. Right. So it, it, that, uh, that was a mistake as well. It's like both teams got on? sabotaged. Like the, I think the, the team by wanted Kyle Busch to win. Huh? Yeah, but by their own people. They got sabotaged by their own people. That's what I'm saying. But I think you know they're all together, and I think maybe they wanted Kyle Busch to win this. So they, they sabotaged the other two guys' cars so Kyle could win. Because it, it seems like mistakes that are huge. Really, really big mistakes, you know. Um, that's that that was crazy. That that's that that was that was, that was crazy. crazy. But the best guy, the best guy in my opinion, really did win. He can he can race anything. He is uh, the best driver I've seen in a in a very long time for the for the last you know ten years. He's he's been really great. So he deserves this win, even if his the other two guys got sabotaged by their own people. He still deserves this win, and I was I was happy for him. It was a good way to end the year uh, at Homestead. So it was it was, a, it was a good year for racing, really good year, and I hope it's that good next year. And you got to see so, some other Stacy, and I was happy about that. Yes, yes, because I I texted Stephen. I was like, Stephen, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. 
<laughs> and of course, Todd well, didn't text you or anybody and tell anybody he no, was watching NASCAR. No, nobody else. But you enjoyed nobody what you else, saw, right? Oh yeah, it was really it? good. Yeah, right. I did. Right. I was so excited that I was watching it until the Eagles <laughs> came on. I had to turn when the Eagles came right. on, and then I wish I had kept the racing on. I put I had the Eagle game so, on as well. But let's go to your Redskins. Um, I want you to yeah. listen to this and then and then talk about your skins. Okay. They were saying to Dan Snyder, sell the team, sell the team, sell the right. team. And why do you think they were saying that, Stephen? Well, the same reason I've been saying it for a long time, because it, it doesn't seem like the, the Redskins are, are advancing. They're not doing any better. They're making bad decisions. But they've had a lot of injuries and things happen. But I, this, this, uh, I, don't, I don't want them to sell the team I just, uh, because it can, this can be fixed. Uh, and this was probably the best year we've had in a very, very long time because now the healing can begin. How do you figure it out? Uh, um, because we're going to get uh, really, you know, good draft picks. Um, uh, Haskins is is going to be more developed by next year and playing this time. He should have been playing longer, but it's, it, 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 you know, it's hard on the rookie. But we got Geis back. We got uh, Terry McLaurin from Ohio State, just as Haskins is. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna uh, gel up. All they need to do is get some really good picks for the line, for the offensive line. Um, you know, get a nice tight end. Uh, but this is what happens. The Redskins, <laughs> if you notice, for years, listen. The Redskins for years have averaged around what eight wins a year, eight wins, seven wins, something like that. So any team that does that, they don't get great draft picks. They don't. They don't. Uh, and, right, and they don't, right, they don't go to the right. playoffs. So, so yeah. If right. your team stays like that for a really long time, you need to drop. You need to fall into the toilet. Yeah. And see, that's why Miami's right. doing it. They're going to be better. Cincinnati's going to be better. All these teams that dropped and it's going to get they better. They have to hit rock if, bottom. You're saying they have to hit rock bottom, bottom right? Okay. Some sometimes okay. that, it works out that makes uh, well sense. like that. Yeah. Well, look at Frisco. Frisco had to hit rock bottom, and look at them now. They they steadily built that team up, you know. And this a lot of teams are like that. You got to build them up, and this that's why I think it's the best year for the Skins because now they can re- really truly rebuild, and they have guys that are that know each other. And if, if guys can stay healthy, he is such a talented running back. If he can stay healthy, which is a big if, maybe they can give him give him bionic knees or something. I don't know, but if they can just keep him healthy and have a good offensive line. And and you saw Haskins. He threw two touchdowns in, in one game. I thought I was going to die. That that was that was awesome. And, and he could, he threw one ball like he threw a ball like he was like he's throwing a tissue in a trash can, and it went like seventy five yards. I mean, he's got real right. God given talent. And I think their skins are are just going to make a big rebound next year and the next few years after that. Just, they just, it's well, I hope time. they do. 
You know, um, normally I would make a joke and laugh, but because it's you, Stephen, and I know how much you love the skins, I really hope they do. I really hope they come back. I love joking and laughing more than I love the skins, so don't ever hold back on saying anything funny. No, I don't want to say anything bad, you know, (laughs) especially about your team, because you're so gracious about the the Eagles that, you know, I kind of can't do that to you. If, you if know, y'all had had, so, if y'all had had your running back, you'd have won that game. If I can just throw. Oh that my gosh, that was. I, I, I was trying to wait for Aguna to talk about that, so I'm oh, going to listen to I this. Did. I'm trying to wait for Aguna so he can, you know, talk right. about this. But listen to this. Oh, I know that. I'm just saying that's the only thing I wanted to say. That's what mess, mess right, me. Right, I know. Uh, I know that uh, everybody's most interested in Tua's situation. You know, he has a hip injury. It's going to be evaluated. Um, I don't think it's related to any other injury that he had. It's kind of a freak thing that, um, you know, you seldom see. So um, I don't really have anything else to say about that. Um, And we'll kind of go from there. I think Raekwon has a sprained ankle and, um, you know, D.J. Dale has a uh, a twisted knee or whatever. Um, a couple other guys beat up rugs, came out with a uh, bruised ribs. Uh, we'll see what, where that takes us. And, um, so that's about it from the injury standpoint. Um, you know, okay, we'll stop from there and let's hear what the orthopedic surgeon had to say about his injury. Sure. So the first thing it could ha- that happened, if you imagine that femoral head sitting right in the hip socket, took a force through his knee. And from there, that, that uh, femoral head put enough force on this, we call this posterior wall portion of the acetabulum, to break that. Now these, these lines represent different fracture lines through the posterior wall, but what happened then is that femoral head got stuck, if you can imagine, behind his acetabulum. Then when uh, they got to him quickly and were able to get that femoral head put back into his hip socket, but there was still a fracture of that uh, acetabulum. And so that acetabulum then, uh, needs to undergo surgery, obviously. If it's dislocated like that and it's an unstable fracture, then, then that needs some fixation on it. Now the labrum, again, sits right on the edge of that acetabulum all the way down. And that, again, acts as an O-ring. So it's a cushion, it's a suction creator uh, that holds that femoral head in the, in the acetabulum. And again, I guess the things you're worried about now, like basically three things that you enumerated. Correct. So the the first one is getting that uh, getting the bone to heal, and so that's what the number one uh, priority of the surgery was. Get that bone to heal. Number two, um, you know, we once uh, we're in there in surgery, we actually subluxate or actually pull the pull the femoral head out of the hip socket to make su- make sure there's no osteocartilaginous fragments left in the hip joint. As you can imagine, those are like little pebbles in your shoe, and we don't want those grinding on the cartilage. So once those are cleaned out and all that's clear, we re-reduce the head. And then we go ahead and fix the labrum, whether that's multiple suture anchors along the way um, or whatever we need to do on there. How well do you know the physician uh, who's performing this? Uh, fairly well. He's, uh, he's, pretty, he's an icon in what we do. Um, he's done over 4,000 of these procedures. And you're doing three of them yourself today? Uh, correct. Okay, Todd, we'll have me stop. You know, I think this is interesting. Stephen and Keith may think it's interesting. Todd is definitely not yeah. interested. He's bored. We'll wake this him up, but can you imagine that guy, it's like a little ball that is at his hip, and it went right through that socket and got stuck, 
They had to pull oh. it out in surgery. Then they had to clean it out. And then, you know, the question becomes, well, this player, I mean, he'll heal, no problem. But this isn't the only injury he's had in that lower region over years. And how can he yeah. be drafted next year? And how can he be of any good I don't think in the next five to ten years for, you know, any major uh, league football teams when he's a quarterback, he's going to get hit. And they're going to hit him from the chest down, pull him down as he goes to throw. I don't think he's going to be – I think that's the end of his career probably. But I don't know. I don't know for sure. No. I'm not a doctor, but I had I no. had hip replacement. I had double hip replacement. But I, my, I'm talking about replacement. His is not obviously yeah. replacement. But, you know, if they're going to put it together with pins or whatever, uh, whatever they do, it's – well, he's out for the season. That's for sure, right, Stephen? I don't know if he's going to be out. That's right. He's, he's good, out but, for the season, yeah. but but he'll be he'll be drafted into the NFL next year. He'll, he'll he's definitely going to be drafted. He's going to. Then what are they going to do? Was, sit they, him? They're going to sit him down for a year. I mean, they're going to get no, you know. No, he's going to play right away. To sit him down. No, he's going to. And then he's going to play right away. Well, they're going to. Yeah. He doesn't get hurt, but he was the number one pick. He was the number one pick before this happened. There's 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 people that do schools for quarterbacks that are coming to be in the pros when they're when they're younger. These, everybody agrees that this this quarterback here, Tua, is the best one to ever come through there. So he still has enough talent that he's going to be probably the uh, top five quarterback to go. He was going to be number one, but he'll still be a top oh. five. There's always oh, risk to anybody who's had energy, uh, injuries. There's always risk oh. in that, but How but in, injuries are part of the are part of the game. How old is he? 22 maybe oh let me look it up maybe he does have a a future but you know sometimes you should quit while you're ahead (laughs) but i don't know oh i know he can't thank you yeah he's 21 he's 21 this is yeah this is his life he's he's gonna sacrifice his body for the nfl because that's what people do that's why they get paid which is crazy yeah i wouldn't be sacrificing my body and you know, give us a call if you want to talk about this at 213-943-3655. Once again, that's 213-943-3655. Go ahead, Stephen. I don't, you know, sacrificing your body for the NFL. I mean, he could be an agent. He can make plenty of money in other ways. Thank you, Stephen. I mean, yeah, uh, but this, Stacey, you're he's, right. He's I got, agree with you, he's got, He's got a generational. This is once in a generation, this kind of talent coming around. This guy's this something's about well his brother like, like, his brother plays his brother plays and his brother can go to Alabama yeah so right. you know the same the you know the next generation works he yeah can, but he can make a lot of fine. money yeah. but he's definitely got, he's definitely going to the NFL there's 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 nothing that's going to change that and it's not All just right. money I mean he it's he's he's such a natural and he loves the game it's 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 re- remarkable. He's a remarkable kid, and th- this is something you can play with. He's, he just recently had a high ankle surgery, so he reminds me a little bit of, of RG3 because he's been he gets hurt repeatedly. Yeah, but he'll be out of there soon if he's RG3. Yeah, if he's RG3, yeah, he might, he's gonna have a short know, career. A chance, there's a chance that he could uh, <laughs> condition himself better, work out better, get stronger in his get stronger in his lower half of his body because. It doesn't seem like he's that strong. If you get strong and you lift heavy weights, he might he might get a little more more durable. He's still yeah. young at twenty one. Right. If and he can stay healthy. But there's a chance. But yeah, but there's a the chance same. that Todd could be on football wise. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> That's and not see, he, uh, And see, uh, and Stacey, you gotta you gotta think about it. You know, the the human body 
it's amazing how the human body can recover. However, it's not the same after you. I mean, like Gail Sayers, it, you guys know that's way before you guys' time. Yeah, I know. Gail I know Gail Sayers. Oh man, one of the best. Yeah, I heard of Gail Sayers. Yeah, yeah, we, we know Gail, Gail Sayers. I'm sure. But after he had that knee Who's injury, Gail man, Sayers, it was not the same. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but back then, Gail the, Sayers. And the, back the medicine, the, the doctors no, weren't the same. The, the technology right, wasn't the same. When you got a knee right injury back then, it's nothing yeah. like what they have now. This surgery, this is yeah, amazing right what they that. do. You're this right is really amazing. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say okay. this that also so, when I had when I had double hip surgery, my 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 physician, orthopedic surgeon, he said he was awesome. He told me. He said, you know, this is not for sports. You know, I hope you're not competing. I said, don't worry. At 63, I'm not trying to compete anymore. I'm not doing, you know, I'm not fighting uh, competitively like I used to. But I'm saying, uh, you know, he said that uh, you'd have to get hit by a car for it to get dislocated, you know, uh, with the new hips that I have. So I said, wow. I said, that's, oh, that's, that's pretty, great. you know, good. You know, so, yeah. I mean, not okay. that I'm going to get hit by a car. Well, yeah. To answer your question, a, I think Gail Sayers played uh, along with Brian Piccolo. Yes. That's uh, you right. just looked that's it up. On, um, you just Googled that. Brian <laughs> Shaw. <laughs> hey, if he you haven't seen Brian Shaw, you, you, you haven't lived. You have to see Brian Shaw. No, I did not. I did see it. Okay, then what, fact, what did he play, um, Todd? Williams what position played. did he play? Shh, 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 shh. Did you like the movie, Todd? Williams played. He doesn't have enough time to Google it. No, it's too many people talking at once. It, isn't that what you say, Stacey? Right, Stacey's? right. As a Any matter of fact, because he don't have Brian time. Pickle- okay, I can't. I can't get a word. Okay, of fact, go ahead. To the next no, topic. you can't because you're, you're Googling it now. Go ahead. Okay, is it my All turn All right, I'll to go talk? to the next topic. Oh, oh ahead, okay, I talk. guess it's not my turn. Never mind, never mind. You're spastic and sporadic, and I cannot. Now to that violent fight breaking out on the football field between the Browns and the Steelers. Many now calling for the Browns' Miles Garrett to be suspended for the season. T.J. Holmes is here with the story. And T.J., boy, so much talk and fallout from this one. And look, let's be clear. If you saw this happen on the street somewhere, you'd probably call the police to report a crime. This is not your run-of-the-mill sports brawl like we've seen in the past. What we're talking about here is a particularly violent act that saw a player rip the helmet off another player's head and turn that helmet into a weapon. Beyond words, oh, gosh, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. A vicious brawl broke out on Thursday oh, night football with just seconds left in the game. Watch as Browns lineman Miles Garrett tackles Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph. The two wrestle around on the ground a bit, but the tension escalates as Rudolph appears to grab for Garrett's helmet, who returns in kind by snatching the quarterback's own helmet off and smashes him in the head with it. Well, he tackled Rudolph. Rudolph didn't like the way that he was tackled. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Other players jump in. Fists and helmets fly before refs finally break it up. This is multiple game suspension right here. In the immediate aftermath, analysts call for severe punishment for the players involved. He just literally took his helmet and hit him upside the head. To me, that's like assault. And after the game, Rudolph was incensed. Total coward move on his part. You know, I, I, I mean, it's, it's okay, though. You know, I'll take it. I'm, I'm not going to back down from any bully. Garrett apologized for his out-of-character assault. And I made a mistake. And I lost my cool. And, you know, and I regret it. But even his own teammates called his actions unacceptable. It's inexcusable. He knows that. Uh, there, there's no other way around it. 
Expect heavy fines and suspensions for the incident from the NFL, and these two teams face off again in just two weeks. Oh, gosh! And if you don't know Garrett, uh, he does have a good reputation in the league. He was the number one overall pick in 2017, a defensive player of the year candidate. He is a, a, a just an absolute stud on the field. Doesn't matter what his reputation is. This is going to be what counts. People are calling for a record suspension for him. Now, people are asking you just as well, criminal charges, yeah. because we witnessed an assault. That's what yeah. we're seeing. Well, Rudolph would essentially have to the quarterback. He'd have to file a police report. Mm -hmm. uh, no indication he's going to do that. But that's what we're looking at. This is something that you said. Did he the whole season? Uh, I don't think there's any question. People yeah, are I, I think it'd be pretty hard pressed to think that he wouldn't be out for the yeah. rest of the season. And and this is out of character for what we know him to be. And it's a guy who writes poetry, into archaeology, all those different things. A little bit different from what you expect from most most athletes in a lot of ways. So this is out of character. But so unnecessary, so unbelievable. A five-game suspension is what we saw. Albert Hainsworth in 20, 2006, it was a hit the head stomp on, on a guy. That was a five-game suspension. So this was something a little. Okay, we can talk about, but I want you to hear. I'm going to play a few clips first, and then I want everyone to comment. Here's Miles Garrett response. Everyone, his Embarrassing, foolish, and bad representation of you know, who we want to be and you know, what we're trying to do with the rest of the season. And I made a mistake. And I lost my cool, and you know, now I regret it. You know, it's it's going to come back to, to hurt our team. You know, the guys who, who jumped in the, the the little scrum, you know, I appreciate you know, my team having my back, but it just never got to that point. That's on me. Do you feel you played the final game of the season tonight? No clue. Did Mason say something? Is that what started things? I just got to go look at it. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to comment on it. No. It's been called embarrassing by your coach and I think player. I mean, do you think that's fair description of? Absolutely. You know, that, that is embarrassing. You know, what I did was on foolish and I shouldn't have allowed myself to, to slip like that. That's out of character. But, you know, situation like that where, you know, it's an emotional game, like Larry said, and uh, allow myself to to fall into those emotions. This is the team you're going to face in two weeks, so you, you anticipate they're going to, there's going to be a different attitude feeling to that game when you guys are in Pittsburgh as a result of what happened tonight? Uh, yeah. I mean, there'll be a little bit more animosity, a little bit more of a understood, just, uh, I don't know if you can call it hatred, but you know, however they feel about you know what happened. Well, it was an accident, but you know they're they're going to feel some type of way. You know it was it was foolish on on both parts, but you know they're going to protect their guy just like my guys are going to protect me. Uh, however, you know that swings and we play him again, and we'll see. When you had a okay, listen to his coach. Um, right after it occurred, the head coach of the Browns. Um, before we get started. Of course, that's not um, who we want to be at the end of the game. That's not who Miles wants to be. That's not who we're going to be. Uh, you have to be able to maintain your composure uh, in times like that, and under no circumstance do we want anything to do with anything like that. Um, I'm embarrassed. Miles is embarrassed. Um, it's not good. So he understands what he what he did. He understands it's totally unacceptable. 
Um, and we got to get through it. Any questions? Okay. Um, President Todd, let's start with you. Oh, I was talking on mute. <clears throat> I don't know uh, how big of a deal that is. Now, it was extreme to hit him in the head with his helmet. But if you watch hockey, they're very violent. And they go at it. As a matter of fact, I watched a hockey game. Um, well, it wasn't a, a, a live game, but it was a repeat on, I think it was uh, not ESPN, but uh, uh, I think Real Sports, and how they just go after so, each so other. Todd, they, you watched, so, Todd, you watched the clip of who playing? Real who Sports. Were the teams? It was okay, called Real, Real Sports, Sports. Was it's on HBO with Brian Gumble. Right. Yes, and it was probably right. and they showing were, a clip. Do you remember the team? They were showing. Do you remember the team? Know, let, me, let me explain it to you. Why do you keep talking? It's like you're on something. <laughs> they were playing clips with an S of violent behavior by hockey players. Just clip after clip after clip. And so their point was violent sports. They were talking about violent sports and what happens to these people when they retire. Hockey is not talked about. Football is. That was the premise. So your question is mute. So my point is hockey is violent as well. And I don't, the guy was not hurt. It was terrible for, for him to hit him in the head with the helmet. But I don't think he got a concussion from that. So I, I think it's they're blowing it up bigger than it has to be. And the punishment should fit the crime. Yeah. And okay. it does. So so Stephen, um the punishment let's hear what the Brown the Browns coach had to say afterwards. Listen to this after the NFL suspended Miles Garrett. Indefinitely. We do a lot of things within the organization to support our guys on and off the field. Um, you know, Miles Garrett's a good good person. He's a good individual. Uh, he does a lot in the community. Um, you know, he's a soft-spoken. You know, Miles Garrett's a good person. We're not going to pile on Miles. He had a, a bad lapse in judgment, and uh, that's it. But... I'm still a Miles Garrett fan, and I'm going to support him. Our organization is going to support him, and his teammates will support him, and this coaching staff will support him. So for him to say that, Stephen, afterwards, and we don't know what precipitated that, and you see how the mm-hmm. coach started out talking about it, and then for him right. to say that afterwards, that would be telling me that there was something that the Steelers um, uh, quarterback said that got Miles Garrett riled up. The question is, what did he say? Well, he probably said, y'all are playing like we're, we're doing prison rules tonight because three people on the Steelers team had to leave the team for concussions. Um, and you can see every play that, that Cleveland was doing, they were trying to hurt the Pittsburgh guys because they knew they weren't good enough to beat them. Uh, the quarterback for Pittsburgh had just come back from a concussion a couple of weeks ago, he had missed a few games because he had such a bad concussion. 
from a from a bad hit. I don't know if everybody remembers, but he made this goofy face as he was falling slowly to the ground. Um, yeah, so he's he's just he's just back. Uh, the, there's something wrong with Cleveland overall. They were all, like I said all night long. They were trying to hurt people. So when this, he's on top of the quarterback and they're going back and forth, they're both saying something, and the quarterback's probably saying, "Hey, you, we, we, you, you, they put Smith Schuster out, the receiver, a bunch of other guys. They just kept putting out their best players." And he's like, what, probably saying, what are you going to try to do now, putting me out? And so he ended up ripping his helmet off. And then another guy was in his face, and he came around, and he swings the helmet and hits him. I don't care if he hurt him or not. That helmet could have could have put him out of football for good, could have put him off of this earth And it could have killed good. him. He didn't, it could have killed him. That's what I mean. It, it could have put him, him off if his he hit him in a you know what? It could have hit. But it you know what? Him. In court, you know what? I said take it to court because that's not a football play. That's not helmet-to-helmet contact. That's not something that can be construed as, you know, incidental. That was somebody taking a weapon and hitting somebody with it on the field. You know, they might fight a lot in hockey, but they don't sit there and pound each other with their sticks. Baseball players, they, don't, have. they have a fight. They, they have a fight, but they don't, they don't go they, out there and fight with baseball time. bats. They, they only have, have if they have their what sticks I just in their watched. hand. Yeah, yeah, you just watch one clip. If you are, and that was my point. What team was it? My point was you're not a hockey fan. If you're a hockey fan, you know oh, they put the stick down and they like fight. Silly Republican. I just told you I watched clip after clip after clip because they were you trying to prove the point that, point that hockey is a violent sport. And Stephen and, and I are telling Stephen and I as hockey fans are telling you <laughs> they fight with their fists. Right. They don't they fight, fight with, with their, their sticks. Listen to me carefully, because you sound like a no silly Republican. I'm going carefully. to try. I'm going to try. No one's listening to you carefully. No one's listening you to you carefully. You already said that. Why do you? No keep one's listening yourself? to you. No one's so, listening to you. Go ahead, Stephen. No one's they listening to you. Okay. If it, has, if it happens in hockey like it happened here, then they should both they should both go to court. With the if it happens in hockey like it happened here, they should both have to go to court. In the hockey stick, he hit him with the hockey stick. Okay, okay, then that that should go to court. If somebody did some intentional with a weapon, you can't do that. That's not sports. That's not sportsmanship. That goes beyond sports. And the and the adults have to come into this child's game and, 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 and keep things straight. You can't do this to people like that. You can kill somebody. I don't care what sport it is. If they do it, then absolutely. Take it to a Absolutely. Yeah. The bottom line is yeah. the hockey player did not get suspended indefinitely. But but no, this so guy he's not gonna be suspended indefinitely Democrat. either. That's just wait, an Steven, initial Steven. charge. Stephen, yeah. wait. The Socialist Democrat wants to connect it all to racism. Go ahead, Cousin Todd. No, 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 no. Real, okay, go ahead. I've finished my point. He didn't get suspended indefinitely. And right, this guy's not either. Weapon, this guy's quote, not either, Todd. Just let me say this real quick. That's just a charge they put on him. Then they go, they talk about it, and they knock it down. That's what the first thing. That's what they had mm-hmm. to say to start with. They I say it. this is just like charging somebody with murder. <laughs> you have to say it that way for and watch. It's going to be reduced. He's not suspended to indefinitely. What? To what? It's just Five a term. Years. It's just semantics. Okay. So All how right. long is he going to be suspended, Stephen? Uh, let me just say this. That, uh, let me say this. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say I, I have to side with Todd for a moment uh, because I have seen hockey sticks flying around and hitting people with it. So I have seen it in games. And one of the other things you got to remember, Stephen might agree with me on this one, uh, being having been a boxer, 
you know, they don't have the inertia in a hockey ice, you know, with the hockey skates on, you know, with the mm-hmm. uh, ice skates. So they don't have the kind of inertia, uh, a grounding to be able to land a real strong punch or strike because uh, they're slipping around, they're sliding around on the ice. So that makes it a little bit easier with impact, okay, as far as them hitting each other with their fists and all that. Um, and on the football situation, you know, <laughs> I don't want to bring race into it. I thought Todd was going to do it, but I'll, I'll go. I'm not going to bring race into it. I was going to bring race into it, but since Todd didn't do it, I'm not going to bring it in. But uh, it's interesting that uh, the guy did not get, you know, a uh, charge of an assault because that is an assault and battery. But then, uh, hey, you know, you should also be forgiving as well. The guy said he was sorry, so and the other guy may not press charges. So there you go. That's that. All right. <laughs> oh, Stephen, do you agree with the uh, icing? I mean, if you're on ice, you know, okay, you're not going to land a real soft. I'm sorry. Well, I was on. Then that's it. Sorry. Give us a call two one three nine four three three six five five. Once again, that's two one three. Nine four three three six five five. I'm sorry, we got to move on because we're already we've already elapsed a lot of of time listening. To this well, now to Colin Kaepernick and the media circus that has his become his comeback tryout for the NFL. ABC's Kaylee Hartung has more on how it went. Colin Kaepernick showing off his talent on his own terms with his own camera crew rolling in front of representatives from eight NFL teams, the media, and fans the polarizing quarterback throwing passes for nearly 40 minutes on this high school football field. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. This after Kaepernick called an audible Saturday afternoon, moving the location of an NFL-sanctioned workout 59 miles from the Falcons' practice facility, just a half hour before it was set to begin. Our biggest thing with everything today was making sure we had transparency in what went on. We weren't getting that elsewhere. So we came out here. His camp saying multiple disagreements with the NFL led to the sudden change in plans. The NFL challenging that claim, saying, we are disappointed that Colin did not appear for his workout. He informed us of that decision today along with the public. Frankly, I think it angered the NFL. But Colin Kaepernick was not going to cooperate with a body, an entity, that hadn't cooperated with him for the past three years when he has not been allowed back into the NFL. His impressive throwing performance comes three years after he opted to take a knee during the national anthem to protest police brutality and racial inequality. And just eight months after settling a grievance with the NFL, where he claimed owners colluded to keep him out of the league. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here. We're ready to play. The NFL says 25 teams showed up at the Atlanta Falcons training facility for that scheduled workout. Then as plans suddenly changed, just eight teams made their way to this high school football field. Colin Kaepernick's agent telling us after the workout, the quarterback talked to all eight of those staffers and told them he'd love to visit their facilities and answer any further questions they may have. Wit. A lot of teams with injuries and could use a new quarterback as well. All right, Kaylee Hartung for us. Thank you. I stopped that a long time ago. Didn't stop. I knew Todd was going to say something. Stephen, eight out of 32 teams in the NFL saw him. He took control of his own future for transparency reasons. What does that say to the NFL, and what does that say to NFL fans like ourselves? Um, Colin doesn't really want to play football. Um, that no NFL teams want him to play football, 
And I don't even know what any of this was about with him on Saturday. I don't understand any of it. it Why of don't you understand today. it? Obviously, because there, nobody's going to take him on. <laughs> nobody's going to take him. Nobody. He it's doesn't want to play. He has two different he things. things. He you're saying know, two different minute, things. He didn't deal with the first the one. <laughs> he's shooting the NFL and got millions of dollars. And yeah, why would they want you him back like a Trump after supporter. he sued and deal more money the first for them? Question. You said he doesn't want to play. Deal with that part to... first. How do you yeah, know he that? Doesn't want to... No, because why he's been he out of the football. Why did he do I don't know why he did this. Maybe it just his name hasn't Maybe been he wants in, the, to in, play. in the spotlight for a while. I think he's the kind of guy that needs to have the spotlight on him. And maybe that was part of the reasoning of why he decided to take a knee. He wanted to stand out. Maybe this is just he can't get out of the spotlight. And there's some people okay. like that. Okay, Trump supporter. Now you've just flipped everything you have Trump said supporter. in the past. I supported him the whole time with everything, everything he did just and said. the entire movement. But I'm saying for years that's, maybe that's said part of his personality. Him and what he did, and he did it for valid reasons. Now I did support him for what he did. He did it for the I did, but I'm saying maybe that's part of his personality as well. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. If he didn't have that as part of his personality, he would never have started the movement the way he did. That was a good thing. Oh maybe we need gosh. people like that with personality. I'm not being disparaging, but I'm saying maybe that's why he had to have the spotlight on him again. And he was mad because it wasn't on. It wasn't televised. He wanted it to be televised. Well, so let's hear. See it. Let's hear what. Okay, let's hear what the president had to say about Colin. The president. In your view, Mr. President, should Colin Kaepernick get an opportunity to play in the NFL? Only if he's good enough. Yeah, if he's good enough. Yeah, I'm not getting, why, why would he play if he's good enough? And I think if he was good enough, I know the owners. I know Bob Kraft. I know so many of the owners. If he's good enough, they'd sign him. So if he's good enough, I know these people. They would sign him in a heartbeat. They will do anything they can to win games. So, so I'd like to see it. Frankly, I'd love to see Kaepernick come in if he's good enough. But I don't want to see him come in because somebody thinks it's a good PR move. If he's good enough, he So right if he's on. good enough, the president says he should come in. So here yeah. Colin Kaepernick is saying here, you can see, Keith Ka- Colin Kaepernick says, you can see whether or not I'm good enough. Let's let everybody see whether or not I'm good enough. Let's not just have a practice where the NFL takes it and sends it around to its owners that's and the, the tape point, never gets out. Steven. He says, well, let that's me go. Point, Steven. Listen, that's listen, a, that's let a good me point finish. As well. He says, let me finish. He says, let me go to where I think I want to go and everybody can videotape it and see what I can do. And you can't say I'm not good enough and I can't throw anymore, and I can't do this anymore. So, so Keith, obviously mm-hmm. that was his point, and and taking over or commandeering what he had planned with the NFL. Did the NFL okay. really want him to come back? All right, I'm going to address this from a different perspective that nobody has yet. I'm going to pretend, and I would never make that team because I'm not good enough, <laughs> but if I were good enough, and I were on the team, the football team, the same team, or trying out, say a rookie, I say, what the hell? How come this dude gets this special kind of attention? And I, and you know, no, this man is spoiled. He's got to go like the rest of the players and do his best to get picked. If he gets picked, and like the president said, if he's good enough, he can get, he would uh, be first string. But no, he's got to go through the same 
uh, hardships that all the rest of the players go through. So what, who is he that think he can dictate to the NFL and all these people who he's going to be working for if he got hired on the team? No, no. You go to a job interview, you have to go, you have to uh, supply what the, uh, the boss says you have to supply. In other words, your interview is to convince them that you're good enough. So who is this that he thinks he can bring some cameras and everything over for PR and uh, get a special attention that everybody else can see? We'll see him when the game is played, if he's good enough. Okay. We'll see him on the day okay. he plays. So I agree with Stephen. He don't want to okay. play. Uh, okay, that okay. Was, uh, Cousin Todd. Go ahead, Cousin that Todd. Was a, that was a good point if you're a Trump supporter and if you're trying to get married to Stephen. But you like in the real world, special, special play. Yeah, we yeah, right. recognize that he's not people. just a regular player. We recognize that they, he was done dirty. He had the President of the United States after him. Special so, treatment. So, he can't. Yes, he has to have special treatment because he got special treatment from the president to have him thrown out of football. Well, that's, that's so, a good I don't agree with that. Todd, Todd that's a very valid had, point. Oh well, I'm not interested in any marriages now. I mean, what he has marry, to I'm do, just trying to agree with you on a good point. We can all agree, agree with, with each other without marrying. And Todd, he agrees yes, with and you. Stephen's so already spoken for. Thank you, cousin Todd. Yeah. Stephen's already spoken for. Todd, you just insulted Stephen. I said you're spoken for. I didn't say you. Thank you so much. Oh, my wife would be offended if you guys said that. (laughs) Get rid of him that easily, Stacey. I'm not married. (laughs) Oh, my God. I still got a fighting chance. So, you, insulted, you insulted Stephen, Todd. You insulted no. Stephen yeah, calling him a Trump supporter. You called him a Trump uh, supporter. Stephen well, is insulted him by that. No, he but knows, now, knows this, better than that. That's when he says you hate your mother, it's kind of like that. And he, wow. and he is. So, now, <laughs> right? this is what my point Finish was. Up. We got, we've got to move on. You're holding up the this show, Todd. This is what my point was. Um, he had to go the extra mile because he knows these people are against him. So he wasn't going to um, just go into a little quiet auditorium so they can say, oh, he's lost it. He doesn't have it anymore. No, he wanted everybody to be able to see him. So you can't come up with these excuses. Oh, he's too slow. Oh, he's lost his arm. Oh, he can't. Well, if he's really no, no, got no. it, then he's got no. it whether, he's, whether they see him or not. He's got no, it. He's got he it. wants everybody to see it because there's They'll a conspiracy against day. him led by the president. They'll see him and on the game. And, and the owners don't want him. First string. If he gets first the string, they'll see him, him on game Donald day. Trump was lying. Wants, Donald Trump lied. Donald Trump was lying. Him on the, game the owners day. don't want They'll him. They'll see him on game day. And so he wants, to show, he wants to show you all, the American people, I am being yeah. held out. Simply because I'm fighting for the rights of poor people. Oh, that's a bunch of black BS. and Hispanic. No, you're, poor you're, you're, you're right about that. That's right. And so BS that's what he wants to show Man. in plain sight that you see nobody will hire me, even though no. I'm as good as I ever was. But they won't well, hire me. Why are you surprised that these billionaires stay together like this? They're all staying together. Donald Trump's one of them. Donald Trump lied That's for right. them. Nobody's going to take right, him. 
But I just wanted you, don't you think, to uh, retract what you said about you he Kaepernick wants to show off and he wants everybody to see him, and he he has to let everybody see him to prove. Well, they'll see him in the game. As good as right. he ever was, and right. he will not be point. in a game because they will not hire the him. They won't. They won't let him. They're still exactly. blackballing him. So he already sued him. He already sued him for blackballing. He already sued one him. One at a time. But they feel like they. Yeah, they feel like we we you, we gave you money for the blackballing, so we can continue to do it. Then nothing's going to change. They're not going to let him play. But he has XFL. He no, can go I'm to sure. XFL and show how good he is. They won't see him because they won't hire him. Keith, no. that's the point. He they wants won't to hire show you that, that I'm okay. just as good. How do you know that they wouldn't hire him? What makes you say they haven't hired what him in three years? Ball? And they yeah, they're hired they're him a cabal. They blackballed okay, him. So that's not going to change. So you're saying, so what crystal ball are you looking in that that if he would have actually gone through the training session, he would not have been you know been accepted? How do you know that? All speculation. You guys do that all. I, yeah, I, I well, can't. I know you. Yeah, yeah. I can't either. You have no uh, yeah, idea. Let's he move on. He should not have gone through it. It would have been a waste of time. He did it of the right way. Let everybody see it. We're out of so we're out years, of time for sports, even though I got plenty more to talk about. Okay, he tried let's out move. all these years and didn't make it. Okay. Now to the verdict tonight involving Roger Stone, guilty on all counts, the president's longtime associate, guilty of lying to Congress and witness tampering and obstruction now facing what could be significant time in federal prison. Here's our Chief Justice Correspondent, Pierre Thomas. Tonight's so-called dirty trickster Roger Stone and political disciple of Richard Nixon emerging from the courthouse moments after he was found guilty on all seven counts of witness tampering, obstruction, and lying to Congress. Donald Trump's longtime friend and one of his first political advisors now facing years in prison described as turning beet red as the jury's verdict was read. Prosecutors argued Stone obstructed a congressional probe into how Russia funneled stolen Democratic emails to WikiLeaks to interfere with the 2016 election. Former Trump campaign chief Steve Bannon testifying Stone was the unofficial access point to WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks, I love WikiLeaks. Stone denied he ever had conversations with Donald Trump about Russia. At trial, phone records that had been redacted from the public Mueller report revealed Stone repeatedly spoke with candidate Trump during the summer of 2016, at the same time he was chasing those stolen emails from WikiLeaks. David Stone joins a number of the president's advisors and associates who have been convicted, ranging from his former national security advisor to his personal attorney. The charges amount to a maximum of decades in prison, although he will likely face far less incarceration. What we don't yet know is whether Stone will be pardoned and never see prison. David? Pierre Thomas with us live tonight as well. Thank you, Pierre. So, you know, Keith, let's let you start out with this. I think you're a Roger Stone fan, right? Not necessarily. No, I don't really pay attention, though. No. Not no, now. No, I never have. I, so I don't what even does remember this, who he was. So what, does this, so what does this mean for the president? Roger Stone's conviction and eventual uh, nothing, going really. to jail. What does it, it mean for it the president? It has nothing to do with the president. It has to do with, I guess, Stone. I mean, not the president, no. Yeah. What I mean, okay, that, Stephen? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand it has to do with, he doesn't understand my all, question. He doesn't understand what I'm saying. Right. He, right I mean, uh, Stephen, same question to you. How does this affect the president? How does it affect 
everything that's going on, including these hearings that are going on right now as we speak. Well, you know, it started with the Mueller report, which was just simply a witch hunt. Uh, the the WikiLeaks and and Stone and and Trump in 2016 uh, uh, working together to 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 do his bidding. This trickster, this this bad guy, everybody around Trump is 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 in prison now. Every all birds of a feather flock together, but still, as bad as these guys are, Trump is worse. They do his bidding. He tells them to do it. You know, he's he's the he's he's the man in charge of all this, and all the president's men are in prison. But good people, like I know Keith is a, is a great person, still support. The head of the snake. I don't understand it. Well, it's it's this is going to end up and what's going on today and what's going on uh, w- with with the hearings and the impeachment. All of this is going to uh, congeal together. Circus. Like like I've said on the on the show before, this is like a boa constrictor, slowly, slowly. Yeah, but, uh, uh, but taking down. But let me ask you. Let me ask you this, and then Todd can can answer the same question after we finish, Stephen. Tucker Carlson said that the federal government is harder on or tougher on Roger Stone than a child molester. He didn't do anything compared to that. They're they're thinking that he is being um, really dumped on. He's getting a bad rap. Of course. Well, yeah, that guy, of of course, this, this Fox guy, that is a a Trump supporter. Even after he sees all of Trump's all of Trump's men, all the president's men in prison, he still supports Trump. You know why? Because he was born basically the same way Donald Trump was born. All of these uh, American oligarchs are, stay, are standing together, hand to hand, and they're fighting it because they know if anything happens to shake anything up, and the and the people get together and decide, hey, this is not right that these people keep getting richer and we're getting poor. When they understand uh, that that that's going to change everything, they get to go. That's why they're staying together. Uh, this is it's, but it's 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 got to happen really slow, and everything is is coming to the public's eye that even the most hardened supporters of Trump are going to see what what's going on completely, and it's going to make Nixon. It's going to be comparable, but Trump will never step down like Nixon. But it's going to make you, Nixon well, these, look very well, small. Well these, ever... well, these people, excuse me, Keith, these people have families, and Roger Stone's daughter, Drea Stone, appeared on Fox, and she delivered an urgent plea to President Trump to save her family after her father was found guilty on all counts for impeding the House investigation into Russia's interference with the 2016 election. Todd, what about, right. what about his family? He has a family <laughs> who loves him. <laughs> Is that for me? He's not on mute. No, I was, but yeah, is that I question said, for me? What, what about, about his family? His family. His family has yeah, he has a family who loves him. His family has nothing to and do with his crimes. And they're asking the president to save His family has nothing him. to do with his crimes. So did, I'm sure, uh, any other criminal. Their family I wants know. them home, too. So the mm-hmm. point is, when you break the law, there's a punishment. And Keith knows this well because... When I ask him about, uh, like, the New York murder, I call it murder, when a man is selling loose cigarettes on the street and the police kill him, 
Well, he shouldn't have broke the law. That's what Keith said. It was Keith murder. He said, well, he shouldn't have broke the law, and that's it. Right. It's now, Keith changes it because this is a white male Republican. And so, therefore, the same rules do not apply. Mind you, the black guy who was literally selling loose cigarettes on the street is dead. This man isn't even in jail yet. And so, was, well, when you, you missed it, I commit didn't a crime and lying, lying under oath is a crime. You cannot do it. Or you will be punished for it. Period. So I didn't comment. What on is it. the different? Uh, say what? I did not comment what? on the man. Stacy asked me the question. She quickly went away from me because I didn't know anything about it, and that's the honest truth. Okay. So I don't know what you're talking sure you about. Didn't. I'm not trying to excuse <laughs> sure you his didn't. crime. I'm not excusing his crime if that's what you know he's convicted of. But I didn't make a comment on it because I don't know much about it. I don't even know about what he, why he was convicted and all well, that. Well, you're a Trump supporter, and so you believe everything Trump says. You know why he doesn't, doesn't know anything doesn't about it? Should... You know why he doesn't know? He watches Fox. They don't tell him anything, man. It's not his fault. <laughs> he, he watches Fox. Yeah, he watches the Rush Limbaugh. They don't, do you know what they talk about now? Uh, bake sales, you know, some school bake sales and stuff like that. They That's don't talk right, about what's going on because, because the, they, uh, they, they can't. They can't talk about what's really going on. It's kind of funny and, because Fox is the only one that's been playing these inquiries, and I've been watching no, them. No, they're not. So Stacey didn't ask that question, but there's they're, a lot going on. And the, uh, the well, so we, we're going to get to that Democrats point, but right first now. we started with um, Roger Stone. And How do you not hear about Roger found, Stone? Well, he's a low-informed voter. All right, I, I got to move on. I got to move Roger on. Stone you guys are not even, not like, addressing deserves. this. Uh, who's well, not? not? I've much been to address. addressing he, it. He got Roger a, he got Stone. I mean, look, he's just, just, like, skating over. Okay. Who's Roger? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go by Keith. He, You know, he's a Trump supporter, so he plays amnesia whenever it's convenient. Unless uh, it's a yeah, black okay. who's been killed by police, and of he's, course he's, he's all over top of that. He's being insincere. He's being insincere. Uh, well, I don't oh, know. He's, he's, he's taking after really Trump. Not, he's really not interested in in those white Republicans that do wrong. He's more interested in gay people <laughs> and black people <laughs> being killed by cops, and that sort yeah. of thing. You know that excites him. Oh, so funny. <laughs> I'm you nailed him. <laughs> so um, <laughs> there was an ambassador who testified in front of Congress, let's hear what she had to say about the president making a comment about her testimony on Twitter. Matthew Ivanovich, uh, as we sit here testifying, the president is attacking you on Twitter, um, and I'd like to give you a chance to respond. I'll read part of one of his tweets. Everywhere Marie Ivanovich went turned bad. She started off in Somalia. How did that go? Uh, he goes on to say, uh, later in the tweet, is a U.S. president's absolute right to appoint ambassadors. First of all, uh, Ambassador Ivanovich, the Senate has a chance to confirm or deny an ambassador, do they not? Yes, advise and consent. But would you like to respond to the president's attack that everywhere you went turned bad? Well, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think I have such powers. Uh, not in Mogadishu, Somalia, Somalia, and not in other places. I actually think that um, where I've served over the years, 
um, I and others have demonstrably um, made things better, you know, for the U.S. as well as for the countries uh, that I've served in. Uh, Ukraine, for example, where there are huge challenges, including, you know, on the issue that we're discussing today of, of corruption, huge challenges. But they've made a lot of progress since 2014, including in the years that I was there. And I think in part, uh, I mean, the Ukrainian people get the most, um, the most credit for that. But a part of that credit goes to the work of the United States and, um, and to me as the ambassador in, in, the United, uh, in Ukraine. Ambassador, um, you've shown the courage to come forward today and testify. Notwithstanding the fact you were urged by the White House or State Department not to, notwithstanding the fact that, as you testified earlier, the President implicitly threatened you in that call record, and now the President in real time is attacking you, what effect do you think that has on other witnesses' willingness to come forward and expose wrongdoing? Well, uh, it's very intimidating. It's designed to intimidate, is it not? I, I mean, I can't speak to what the president is trying to do, but I think the effect is to be intimidating. Well, I want to let you know, Ambassador, that some of us here take witness intimidation very, very seriously. Uh, Mr. Goldman. All right, Todd. I'll let you start. I'm not even going to ask you a question. Go ahead and comment. Well, I just thought it was a disgrace how the president of the United States would tweet about this woman, whether he agreed or disagreed with her. First of all, it was obvious that he and his boyfriend were slamming her in the press. That was a concerted effort to, to uh, malign her and her reputation. And just in his tweet alone, everywhere she went, it got worse. Oh, my gosh. As if she has that kind of power. So, it, and what they did was use that against him. And it shows that the president of the United States is nothing more than a thug in a three-piece suit. It's disgraceful. And how Republicans right, can continue to back him is beyond me. You know. Okay, Keith, yeah. um, for the president, have you ever known any president to make a comment to someone who was uh, saying something bad about him, let's say, Bill Clinton when he was impeached? Well, I don't think that we were that. tweeting at the time when Bill Clinton was in office. Uh, there are no but he could have done it in, a, in, a, in an article through an interview. Yeah, but not or during the hearing. I mean, the only reason this was so hyped up and so everybody's so bent out of shape and upset, I mean, come on, for uh, anybody who's in, anybody who was working for Trump or anybody who was uh, in the administration, whether Trump or Obama or anything, they've got to have, first of all, some, some uh, backbone. I don't care if you're male or female, black or white, you've got to be tough. You know, and uh, okay. she is not, I, I just, I really can't accept the fact that she is so hurt, so emotionally hurt by Trump's wow. tweet, because she had been uh, dealing with, uh, you know, uh, 
dealing with people. It from wasn't other just countries. that one tweet. And de- and her. Being it was a, a woman. series. Let me finish my statement, then you can go on. Well, she, you she keep being, saying this one being, tweet. It wasn't one. Being, it was a theory. Uh, let me finish my statement, please. Please, uh, Stacey, you're going to have to let us finish our statements. Uh, but anyway, she uh, she being a woman, and I'm a, yeah, I'm going to bring that up. She being a woman dealing in a man's world, when you come out there <laughs> and you're dealing with other countries, you got to be tough. So I, I give a lot of credit to women, those women who can work in that environment, because that's a real tough, backbiting Real evil, real mean, tough environment, and Trump is. That's okay, why. Okay, but that doesn't answer. Guy. That doesn't so answer anything. That doesn't tell me anything. No, 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 Right. This is this is what Keith like doesn't like understand. Keith, you don't like talking. the This is what you don't understand. This is what you don't understand. The president, Keith, she said Stephen. Keith, she said Stephen. Keith, stop talking. Keith, stop talking. You got two ears and one mouth. You got two ears and one mouth. So I'm not done. I'm not going to stop talking until I'm done. She called on me. Oh, you did. She called on me. Okay, go ahead, Stacey. I mean, go ahead. Uh, I did. I did call him, Stephen. Okay. Uh, this is this Fine. woman has has is one of the most respected years. One of the most respected women or men or person in this world. She's one of the most respected people in this world, and you degrade her for being a woman, Keith. You're telling on yourself. Maybe it's because you're old, but you're telling on yourself tonight. Uh, She's Trump done the is, job is, for thirty years. He he disparaged her and ran a, a smear campaign against her, and I don't know why. So the, the the rumor is to get her out there out of there quickly, get somebody else in there so they can go in there and and pressure this uh, president from Ukraine into looking into Biden, his his political opponent. She has done nothing, so she's intimidated because she is a person who is revered by everyone that she's ever come in contact with, and now he tried to ruin her reputation. You're president. You're happy about that, Keith? Keith, I said earlier, you're a good person. You're a great person. Keith, I worry about you. I, and I worry about the people who, who support Trump no matter what and make excuses for him. Are you that buried in the sand that you can't see what this man did to this woman who didn't deserve that? What is wrong with you? What no. is wrong with Trump supporters no. that will not look at the truth and say, wait a minute, Trump? You're being a real jerk. What is wrong with so, you? So and just have, let me so add that she's that done even, this job for over 30 years. You said it. So she you said that five times. But just a minute. Now, because she's I been in the to toughest be places. She's so been she in the toughest places tough. in yes. the world. She's a lot tougher That's than Trump ever going. was or is. Or so why are you be. complaining? So if she were not tough, how would she be able to withstand this job for over 30 years? And my point. Because nobody has so ever done anything tough. like that. You so know what she, you know what she's intimidated that, by? So because that's that what Vladimir Putin that's what Vladimir years, Putin would do to somebody. Vladimir Putin wait a minute, don't talk to you. Vladimir Putin would do that to somebody. That's 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 okay. that's evil. That's pure evil what he did. Let you me finish up by just saying Go ahead. By just saying this. By just saying this. It wasn't one tweet, but this is what 
uh, small-minded right. Trump supporters try and pretend. It was a series of tweets. Right. It was a series of, of uh, scandalizing her where she felt threatened because okay. they said, you are not safe. But her boss right. said you better get on the next job. flight out of here because you're not job, safe. So she lost her job. You do a poor job, and you lose so, your job. Sorry, buddy. She didn't do a poor That's job, crazy. Keith. She didn't do a poor job. That's well, right. So all of this. Do a poor job. The so president all of this, simply so, wanted to fired. get his own man in there so that he you're could further advance his agenda. Right. That's He's what the president, president okay, so, wanted. Yeah. Okay, is, excuse me. It was not America's excuse agenda. Right. So excuse me. My comment is this. This is supposed to be an inquiry to decide whether or not to impeach the president. Do you believe from these testimonies and the way that the Republican, the Republican um, Congress people are acting towards these witnesses that this is going to strengthen the case for the Democrats or weaken it? Let's start with Keith. Who are you asking? Me? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it is going to it's going to strengthen the Republican side because these uh, I'm watching these hearings and uh, these uh, inquiries and the Democrats have no none of the witnesses not a single witness not one witness that they have brought forth since they started this last week have they has been uh, convincing and they've even said it there is no convincing overwhelming evidence uh, that they can bring against the president. And that is why they are showing themselves up to be uh, what they are. They are out to get him. They, this is a uh, demolition. What evidence they are would out you to need? Kill him. They're out to uh, What evidence would you the need, Keith? The evidence has to be what beyond evidence? the shadow of a doubt. The evidence yes. has to be beyond the shadow of a doubt. And there is no okay, evidence. Okay, so, 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 evidence so let, me, let me play this and let me, because let we're me running out of time. Let yes. me play this. Well, let me okay, just say this and let I'm him finish. I just want to say this, that and and I, Stacy, I showed, you, I shared it with you. I don't know if you have it, but it, there was a clip, and uh, Joe Biden is the one who was uh, the one who uh, uh, fired and 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 uh, intimidated the uh, Ukrainian uh, president. It is not President Trump who did it. He didn't so anyway, fire the president. Just a moment. He Biden is, uh, <laughs> he told the story. He didn't fire blackmailed. the president because no, he didn't fire Ukrainian Biden president. Blackmailed the president. He bribed the Ukrainian president with a million with a billion dollars to force the firing Jeez. of the lead prosecuting uh, investigator, which was his. Okay, son. listen to this. He talked about. It he said way. the president. Well, I know I Mr. Vindman, you testified in your deposition that you did not know the whistleblower. Uh, ranking member, it's uh, Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, please. Uh, Le- Lieutenant Colonel Vindman, you testified in the deposition that you did not know the, who the whistleblower was. Or is. I do not know who the whistleblower is. That is well, how is it possible for you to name these people and then out the whistleblower? Per the advice of my counsel, I've, I've been advised not to answer qu- specific questions about members of the intelligence community. This is the, are you aware that this is the intelligence committee that's conducting an impeachment hearing? Of course I am. Wouldn't the appropriate place for you to come to to testify would be the intelligence committee about someone within the intelligence community? Ranking member, oh, per the advice of my counsel and the instructions from the chairman, 
I've been advised not to provide any specifics on who I've spoken to with inside the intelligence community. What I can offer is that these were properly cleared individuals or was a properly cleared individual with a need to know. Well, this is, uh, I mean, you can really, you can plead the fifth, but you're here to answer questions and you're here under subpoena. Uh, so you can either answer the question or you can plead the fifth. Uh, excuse me, uh, on behalf of my client, we are uh, following the rule of the committee, the rule of the chair with regard to this issue, and this does not call for an answer that is invoking the fifth or any theoretical issue like that. We're following the ruling of the chair. What, Councillor, what ruling is that? Uh, if I could interject, Council is correct. Whistleblower has the right, statutory right to anonymity. These proceedings will not be used to out the whistleblower. So that was wow. today, and that was that Representative Nunes talking to Lieutenant Colonel Vinman, who is a who has a Purple Heart patriot. He has been on the yeah, he's, right. he's a patriot. He's been on the battlefield, and I just want to know for him. You know, I've never been on the battlefield. I've never served our country oh, like yeah, that. I've, I've never that taken a bullet for our country. Have you seen? Neither has Keith. Oh, my have God. Seen, have you I'm served our country and taken a bullet and been on the battlefield for our country? No, no, I haven't. Okay. Neither has Jesus right. Christ. Well, Go ahead. Okay. Well, <laughs> this gentleman oh, has, Jesus and he Christ is not Jesus died. Christ. He died on but the cross he's not Jesus Christ. for you and everybody he's not, else. He's not perfect. Right. This gentleman's not perfect, but guess what? Thank He's done Lord. something that none of those people have done. <laughs> and guess what else, Keith? I think he deserves better respect than the Republicans are giving him. Did you see and better that? than trying to discredit, discredit someone who Jesus. put their life up. Put their right. life up for That's, you, Keith. And he just mocked for Jesus for, for putting me. his life up for him. <laughs> I to talk. Thank you, Lord. That's true, the Lord gave me that one, Todd. The Lord gave me that one. But anyway. So, I, okay. Uh, so, so I'm going to go on to Stephen because Stephen, he didn't plead the fifth. He didn't plead the fifth. He didn't plead the fifth because, first off, it wasn't that type of setting. His lawyer said that to plead the fifth would be Can't you tell they're hiding something? It though? would be theory. No, they're not, they're I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're hiding well, something or not, but I do well, know wait that. A wait a minute. Out, wait, wait, no, you wait a minute. I do know that he served this country well, and he he got hurt for our country, and he saved so lives, and he received a yeah. Purple Heart. So, we so should that means we give him respect. That. No, that means we give him respect the no. way How we want respect. We give him no. more respect. To discredit, to okay, try, no, no, wait, to try to discredit this service member and this American hero mm -hmm. because oh, you don't agree he, with him is incorrect. Go ahead, Stephen. All he said was he wanted him to answer the question or plead the fifth. Yeah. And, and then no, the right now we're talking about every Trump supporter that that supports anything that's positive for Trump. And if this guy's negative to Trump, you're going to tear him down. But this Republican Party that I've heard all my life, that I was a part of for over 30 years, 
well over 30 years, is supposed to be the party that's, that's, that's the military party. My dad was in the military for over 40 years. They respect these people. You know that's how special this guy is? He's, he's a million times more special and respectable than the president you worship. But if he says something that you don't appreciate that goes against your, your guy, you, you, will, you, will, you will tear him down, just like you did the woman. You tore the woman down and said, well, maybe because she's a woman, she can't handle it. You are being just like Trump. When Hillary Clinton, I didn't vote for her. I well, you're really I didn't, good. You know, I couldn't respect her that much because of all the bad, all the bad stuff that was going against her. But you know, maybe that was Trump going against. I don't know anything. But she said one thing that was correct. If you know this about Donald Trump, and you know these are really good people saying things about him, if you really do know all this, and 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 you don't believe you're deplorable for just supporting him no matter what. It's just like supporting the devil. No matter what, you're going to support him. I've never seen anything like this. I used to rail on people who supported Obama, uh, and I thought, wow, enough, enough. But no, it wasn't anywhere near this. This devotion here is, is, is more over the top than I think we've had with any other president. And you really okay, can't so- argue with these people or, or, or try to reason with them because they're going to say it, it, what he's been saying tonight. He doesn't care about this soldier. Yeah, I, he doesn't you know, care how I awesome this been, guy is. Yeah. He doesn't care about this awesome war hero. And, um, no. and you know, Cousin Todd, you know, I don't like the fact, regardless of whether or not I believe or don't believe, regardless of whether or not I think he's hiding something or not hiding something, colluding or not colluding, I know one thing. He was out in that battlefield and I wasn't. I know one thing. He got hit by this thing that goes through metal and his whole tank and all his people did, and I can't even imagine how scary that is. And he did that so we could sit over here and say whatever he, we, we, whatever we want. I can't even imagine right. that. I'm scared to do that. He did that. Right. He did and that. His, and to right. sit up there and, and to use, right. but wait, and to use the people's house, Cousin Todd yeah. and Stephen yeah. and Keith, the White House, to discredit this man is appalling. I want to know who pays the electric and the water bill at the White House. Can somebody uh-huh. answer? That? We do. We do. Well, let me say so this. So then why would um, the White House Twitter account, excuse me, why would the White House Twitter account use something to discredit that American hero? Go ahead, Cousin John. I know. Well, uh, this is par for the course for Trump and his supporters. Just like uh, they tried to discredit this woman after 30 years, over 30 years of service, and to be maligned the way she was, no different than this uh, war hero. Now, he served honorably, but because he disagrees with something that the president did, it's fine. Keith doesn't agree with everything that the president has done and or said. But we don't call him trifling, liar, crazy, and everything else that they were saying about these people. So just because he doesn't agree with this thing that he did, which was against the Constitution, he shouldn't be maligned like this. And Keith is trying to make him out to be something he isn't. He served his country well. He simply has a disagreement with this one particular thing that the president did. That's all just like we do. So where do you people, okay. and I say you people deliberately, get off maligning him? 
Is he any less American than you? All of his brothers served in the military. Did you? All of them. I didn't. I can't even imagine. It is a disgrace, and they're trying to call him a double agent, a spy. Yeah, a double, triple, whatever. Yes, these are the Republicans. This is what the Republican Party has turned into. A lynch mob. And I don't understand how and I don't understand how they can do that to an, someone who put their life up for our country. If Trump when tells them to country. do it, I gotta they'll do it. I got to move on. Our thoughts and prayers go out to all of those killed and hurt in the Santa Clarita shooting. Um, Keith, you weren't far from that uh, Santa Clarita shooting. You're in your school. Did your school have a lockdown? Uh, no, I, um, I'm out until, um, you know, after Thanksgiving, but they didn't have, no, they were still in school. I know that much for a fact, cause, uh, I'm in touch with, uh, my colleagues, my coworkers. So, yeah, but, um, they, uh, the school was still so in, in session. How was that so. shooting? And how did it the affect shooting. your school? How did that shooting affect your school? Cause it had well, to have some sort of ripple emotional effect. Yeah, all the schools, I mean, you know, they always are basically cautious. I mean, we the only thing that I might see it affecting my school is we just have to be more careful when we search the kids. You know, we have to search them when they enter into the gate. So we, I, I'm one of the, I stand at the gate just like others, and we have to go through their backpacks. You know, we don't, I don't search their body, their person, but I search their backpacks. Um, you know, we all do that, so. That's really, if they wanted to bring something in, they could easily bring it in still. And even if they wanted to come in shooting, they could go in through the office. So office doors are open. You know, they could, anybody could walk in off the streets. We had a person that did that once before, and I, and I, came, I confronted that person. But, uh, you know, it's just, and I got in trouble for confronting them <laughs> because I was uh, too harsh, they said. But that's the way progressives are, the liberals, you know. Um, I'm a man that doesn't, you know, if, if I'm threatened or if somebody comes at me, I'm a, they run up on me, I'm going to run up on them. And I know how to do it. Well, why didn't you but choke them to death yes. like they did in New York? Well, I don't need to choke them to death. I, You know, I have other means of techniques that I can use. I don't have to go straight well, to the choke. why didn't you kill him? I don't have to. Like I said, I have other techniques that I could use that don't have to kill a person necessarily. Uh, their lack of training is just their demise, and that's mm. – I've always made that case that most police are, are – you know, they basically are trained to use their firearm, and that's it, <laughs> most police, okay, so, you know, in, so, in a heated so situation. So one of the things – so one of the things is uh, gun control. That, this is another conversation for gun control, how the, the student got the gun, how anyone can get the gun. Keith, like you said, anyone can walk up in your school. The question is, you know, guns don't really kill people. And let's hear what the president had to say about we that. We don't want to see crazy people owning guns. But I also want to remember that mental illness is something nobody wants to talk about. These people are mentally ill, and we have to study that also. Because, you know, it's them. They pull the trigger. The gun doesn't pull the trigger. They pull the trigger. So we have to look very seriously at mental illness, and we're doing that at a level that hasn't been done before. I support strong, meaningful background checks where people that should not have guns, people that are insane, people that are mentally ill, people that are bad, bad people, like this guy in Philadelphia who's been arrested numerous times. He's a bad guy where people like that would not have guns. 
And frankly, people like that should be locked up. He shouldn't have even been on the streets. Okay, that was an well, old clip. But what I wanted to get from no it problem. was that the president said that guns kill, uh, people kill people, not guns, because, you know, the guns don't pull their own trigger. Right. So the question becomes gun control, and how do we really control this? This isn't happening in Europe. This isn't happening in Spain. You know, this is happening here. Why? Why mm-hmm. is this happening? Why is this happening here? And why are we not controlling the guns better? Well, because we're not teaching the uh, children and teaching at, at a young age, early age, we're not teaching and training them how to control themselves. That's basically where you control the gun. If you want gun control, the best gun control is self-control, the individual. And I've said it a million times, and I'll keep saying it. Being a martial artist for 50 years, I've learned how to use all kinds of weapons. I could use a way, I could kill a man with a weapon. I could kill a man with my hands. Right, but, I, but Keith, I know but how Keith at the to. same time, Keith, you said if someone came up to you with a gun and you had no weapons on you, you'd be able to stop it. How could, you well, know what I mean? Well, no, let me just say, I didn't say it that way. I said if somebody had a gun and I was hands, you know, within hands distance, I have a better chance of survival and, and to stop them than a person, than, or if I were maybe 50 yards away or 25 yards away, if I'm right up on him. I said, if a, if a man runs up on me, or if I'm up on top of, right on a person, then I have a better chance of being able to stop them hand to hand. But, you know, if I, I don't have a gun, so if the guy has a gun and he's 20 feet away, well, I'm as dead as the next person. So what we have to teach well, people is how to control themselves, self-control, self-government. And we don't teach that in schools anymore. Right. They don't teach uh, government and how to, how to uh, defend your natural rights and your country and the so importance then, of it. So then, so then, wait a minute. So then, you know, these parents lost their children. They're not coming back. I can't even imagine the pain they're suffering. The same thing happened, you know, at Sandy Hook. So the Sandy Hook families are going to sue Remington Arms, and the Supreme Court is going to allow them to yeah. do that. Should they be and able to wrong. do that, uh, Stephen? Stephen? Wrong. Um, wrong. No, you don't sue the uh Ford Motor Company for a, a car running into you, so it just it just doesn't right. happen. Like I looked at a guy that was in Charlottesville that was in the alt right, and he and he ran over a bunch of people and killed a little girl, about twenty years old. You know, then nobody, no, that her family's not going after the car manufacturer. That's that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. That Thanks. should never happen. Wow. Um, we, we the people have the right to make guns because of the Second Amendment, and the people have the right to buy guns or, or, and get them legally. And by Donald Trump talking about crazy people and people that are insane and people that should not have guns, by that logic, I hope uh, everybody can agree that Donald Trump should never own a gun by his by his well, me, obvious insanity. But um, no, you you don't go after a company like that. That's that's absolutely ridiculous, and that's going to get thrown out because we have a constitution that was I'm hanging on sure by a sometimes, but we still have a constitution. No, you can't you can't sue a, a company well, like that. Well, let me that. say this. What, I mean, it what if you been... used a cult? What if you used a different brand? I mean, this is that's it's it's way too ridiculous. That's that's like okay. saying I stubbed my toe on my couch and I'm going to sue the people who own my apartment building. You know, that's okay. ridiculous. All right. So now there has been precedent set. Um, the Klan killed somebody. And so that Klansman was sued. 
but so was the organization he belonged to. Mm-hmm. So though they had nothing to do with it, they weren't there. He mm-hmm. killed them. He's a part of their organization. The whole organization was sued, and they won. So precedence has been set. Now, no, that's a false analogy. That doesn't fit in this this conversation. Yes, for example, you're trying to make it based on the car that killed the girl, the 20-year-old girl, but they can sue because this guy is a Klansman. He's a skinhead. They can Mm -hmm. sue not only him. But everybody in his organization. Yeah, but the and they but can, they but they 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 promote that kind of behavior. The people that make the rumors in gun do not, does not promote people killing people with their guns. It's a, it's a, it's, well, it's, it's 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 false. You, you can't. It's a false don't be so sure. you, you can't make that argument on that. Don't be so sure. Oh, I I'm think, saying we live in a crazy country, and that yeah, you could that, that could actually happen, but I don't think it's right. Sometimes this and let me just say this too. Let me say this too. When uh, Keith makes this false analogy about if somebody's right on top of you, see, then you can. Well, that's not the way these murderers are killing in droves. These people are killing you with assault rifles, so they're not going to be right on top of you. No, well, I, I got to move on. We're out of time. They're going I to got be... two things to cover. I made that distinction. Go ahead. These assault rifles should be banned. Uh, These are weapons of war, and if you're not at war, then you don't need these weapons. There's no such thing as an assault rifle. Thank you. If I hit you with a baseball bat, it's not an assault baseball bat. It's something I assaulted you with. These weapons of war should not be. It's funny how all the nobody in war uses these weapons that civilians can get. Nobody in war uses these weapons. Weapons of mass destruction. They all jumped on board, though no mass none was ever found. But they these weapons are not fun. used for war. An AK an AK fifteen is not used for war. AK forty seven. They're not. None of these are AR fifteen. They're not used for war. They are so. No, they use they use fully automatic right. guns. Not pop, how about pop, 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 how about guns. football helmets? AR fifteens are helmets? used for war. How about but uh, the fully auto, but the fully automatic. These How about football helmets and hockey, hockey sticks? Okay, Maybe they I, should be assault weapons. Move on. They should, so they should be banned. So um, the Supreme Court put a hold on uh, a lower court saying that President Trump's tax returns can be viewed. Um, what does that say to America? Uh, that he's no different from any other president. Every president since 19... 19- 20 has shown their tax uh, returns. But He's it's not no a different. President. He should that's have to show his. Where, but it's not a president. Yeah. No, that's not what they're doesn't saying. Matter, Trump. doesn't matter about a constitution. No, the Supreme Court Every is president. Saying, I know it doesn't matter. You just, you're just you not to you. No, the Supreme Court temporarily is blocking the subpoena for President Trump's tax returns. Right. They're on his side right now. Yeah, temporarily. So the Supreme Court's on his side. Of course they are. Because they're they're too bad. They have to rule according to the Constitution, and there's no constitutional precedent for this. If national security, wait a minute, Keith, if national security is at stake, which this very well could be based on everything else he's done, 
with the Mueller okay. report and with the impeachment trial going on now, okay. it could it could uh, uh, produce something for national security because no, Donald Trump does no. everything filthy. Everybody no, knows he's filthy except you because they don't tell you. No, it doesn't. But he's filthy. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Well, you can you can okay. say it ten more times. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. This is an inquiry, by the way. This is an inquiry. This is not an impeachment proceeding. But That's my little uh, it's an inquiry. They're making a connection I say ban between all Russia, on. Russia, and and the president. And there right. could be some connection, and they want to see his taxes because they want to see if he has gotten monies from Russia right. and any other country, Saudi Arabia. Oh, and yeah. so with looking at his taxes, they will see if he has a conflict of interest. Hey, Todd, excuse me. Hey, right. Keith, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be withholding his taxes if he didn't have anything to hide. You're smart enough to realize that, right? Aren't you smart enough? That. Are you smart enough property. to realize that? If he had well, nothing to hide, he'd turn him in. Because you know what? This looks bad to him because 75% of the American people think he's hiding something. One at a time. We're almost out of time. Um, he's hiding. He's hiding. I, talk about, I, was, I was trying to wait till Aguna came on, but I, I don't think he's going to be able to make it. I knew he had another uh, engagement, but... Um, I was going to talk about the heartbreaking loss of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I just can't. It, it was just horrible. After a while, I just lost it. Anyway, uh, the Philadelphia uh, today, actually, uh, in phillyvoice.com, the Philadelphia uh, FOP calls Eagles Malcolm Jenkins a non-resident washed-up football player. The city's police union was reacting today to Jenkins' editorial on police department culture. So they released this letter today, and they said he was a non-resident washed-up football player, (laughs) Malcolm Jenkins, who leads a great defense for the Eagles. Um. And they did that because Jenkins said in his editorial, he said, nearly every time we hear a story of an officer abusing power, whether through violence or racist Facebook postings, the police union is there to defend the bad behavior. We need a police commissioner who isn't in lockstep with the union and who will instead push back when the union tries to hide and justify bad behavior. The commissioner must also support a union contract that allows for more officer accountability even if that is an unpopular position with the rank and file. Wow. So wow. the police union's response of Philadelphia Lodge Number 5 Fraternal Order Police responded today. It said to the editor, every time I think that the inquiry cannot sink any lower in integrity and professionalism, they prove me wrong. They go lower still. Sponsoring a racist attack by a non-resident, washed-up football player, and trying to disguise it as a commentary on police in Philadelphia shows why the only people who still subscribe to your paper are those who use it to paper train their puppies. Hurling slurs and false allegations against police officers, nothing in the way of improvement, offers nothing in the way of improvement. Like others, like other has been football players, they now do most of their running with their mouth. What? I'm sorry, that was funny. What? He said, like other has been football players. Uh-huh. He said, like other 
has been football players. They now do most of their running with their mouths. This character's proposal uh, okay. would leave Philadelphia well, that's many crimes. Respectful of their, um, their, the First Amendment. That's not respectful of their free speech to say something. Like they have okay, a right this, to speak. Out let me finish opinion. the letter. Let me finish the letter. Mm-hmm. This character, they call the. They, uh, someone, please. I just maybe I'll put everybody on mute because I'm not listening to myself. So you know I can't have an echo because I'm not listening. So I'll just keep reading it. There's no echo with me. No echo, right? Of course. This character, and he's calling Malcolm Jenkins a character, this character's proposals would leave Philadelphia's many crime victims as defenseless as his poor play has left his football team. Only the Inquirer would offer Malcolm Jenkins to tackle crime when he can't even manage to tackle his own opponents. What is the Inquirer's next plan? A survey of drug dealers? Sincerely, John McNesby, President, Philadelphia Lodge Number 5, Fraternal Order of Police. That is our roundtable comment. I still hear the feedback. Somebody's got to put their mute button on. I just had the mute button on. I took it off, and I still hear feedback. Um, Starting with Keith, then Stephen, then Todd, what is your response to that letter? I was waiting for Aguna, but I guess he's not coming on. But go ahead, Keith. Well, I pretty much said it. Uh, no respect for free speech rights there. Uh, football players have a right to speak their piece, their mind. Um, that was a very condescending statement. You know, since you guys were uh, criticizing condescending statements against people, like when I spoke about the woman, uh, I said, you got to be tough in, in, a, in this world. And uh, you say that I put down her because put her down as a woman. So uh, that's not true. But that's where you spin it. Um, talking about true. Steven, and uh, okay, and uh, so just like you also said about the uh, the other guy that he was is not respected because he was a military guy in the service and all that, so you can't ask him any questions, uh, you know, about truth uh, because he's been in the military and been in war and battle. Oh my God! Get to the, so anyway, get to the point. that's why I was saying. And by the way, they should um, they should ban all helmets because of the football player hitting the guy in the head. <laughs> all football helmets and ban hockey mm-hmm. sticks. So anyway, that, those are my comments. Okay, thank you, Stephen. I thought the comment from the police officer was really disrespectful um, and uncalled for and uh, uh, way over the top. I mean, is is what the, this football player said? Is it is it verified? What he said is it verifiable? Does he have actual proof that this is going on within the police force? And can the police force prove that none of what he said made any sense because nothing like this goes on? Maybe the police force is just a, a group of, of angels that are just great people and nothing bad ever happens. But to, but to say this about this football player, just um, just to tear him down, it's, it's, it's just it's, – it's, it's, it's what we have now in this country, and it's, it's, I bet you he votes for Donald Trump because he, he can't just you know, let it go or, or make sure his guys are doing the right thing. He's got to respond in an, a way over-the-top kind of uh, reality TV show kind of way instead of just being a professional. And that's what we're missing at the, of the president level as well because he just can't be a professional. Love or hate a Democrat or Republican or whatever, you know, you, you're party-centric or whatever. 
But you just you really just would love somebody to be a professional when they when they do their job. And 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 that the highest office in the land should be done in a professional manner. And if you're the head of the SOP of where this guy's from, he should act like a professional and not respond in this way. I mean, it is funny. And as as a uh, uh, someone who, who who loves jokes and comedy and comedians, I think it's funny. But I think it's 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 unbecoming of of his position in life. The same way I feel about Donald Trump. Okay, Thank you, well, I Hobbs. agree. I agree. Uh, a no response would have been sufficient. Um, just like the president did not need to uh, drag these people because they're testifying, not against him, but they're just testifying to what they know. And Keith continues to say, uh, well, she shouldn't have did this and that and the other, and oh, the president can say whatever he wants. He cannot. First of all, that is threatening. To have the most powerful person in the world come down on you is threatening to a man or a woman. And to say she was terrible every place she went, why are you doing that? When it was obvious that he and uh, the ex-mayor of New York were conspiring against her simply to put one of their own guys in that could do his work. And that's not the work of the American people. That's to uh, pass his own agenda. Same thing for the, uh, the veteran hero. He went there to testify to what he knew. Now, if you don't like what he said, that's fine. And you can dispute what he's saying. Well, I think what they but were saying is he was going him, out of his cha- chain of command. Todd, what they're saying is there's a chain of command. He should have followed it. Who was he to go above his pay grade? Just a moment. There, he he did not go out of his chain of command. Right, that's correct. Now, well, that's what they implied. That's what they implied today. That there was a chain of command. That the Republicans that were questioning him. Don't take up my time now, because I'm giving you the facts. Well, I Uh, never get any time, so I'm gonna get my time whatever way I can. On my back, of course, he went to a lawyer when he left a meeting because he didn't like what he heard. Going to a lawyer is not going out of your chain of command. Just like Morrison went out of his chain of command and went to a lawyer because he didn't like what he heard. So this is what you you do when – this is my point – when things are going awry, you go to your lawyer. And so he went to the lawyer. And that's it. Now, if you don't like what he said, why do you have to make him a foreigner? Oh, he doesn't need, he's not even an American. He's a double agent and all that kind of crap. You don't have to do that. Just make your point that you don't agree with him. And he sees things one way, I see them another. That's all. But he doesn't have to be the enemy the spy, the double agent, there's where you're wrong. And the president was wrong for doing that. All right. And his supporters Thank are wrong you. for supporting that. To our first responders in our community, you make our lives livable. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our women and men of the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrifice in your lives so that we are free to say what we choose on this show. We are forever indebted. On behalf of Stephen, the libertarian, 
keep the constitutional conservative. And my cousin Todd, I'm Stacey Johnson. Let's keep this conversation going on Twitter. I'm talking right now on Twitter. I talk every day. No show next week. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you the 1st of December. Good night.